0: Welcome, everyone, to the Atomic Cinema Experiment. I am Peter, and joining me is Tara.
1: Greetings, citizens.
0: And we are feeling just a little bit... blobby. (laughs) Because we're
1: here today. That's why I started my diet today.
0: (laughs) This is a Science Fiction Movie Podcast, and we're here today to kind of actually make amends for something we skipped without realizing that it existed, because we did The Blob from the 1950s, we then, a little bit later, did the 1988 remake of The Blob, which was fantastic, which might I add. Mm-hmm. Uh, hockey season <laughs> ended months ago, might I remind you. Um, but we were setting up for 70s month, and Tara happened to notice that on the Criterion channel, there was a Beware the Blob, dated as 1972, and I went, wait, what? <laughs> and we, we looked up, and yeah, it turns out there was a, a, a loose sequel to The Blob, uh, which and apparently some territories are... At least at some point was referred to as son of Blob, so
1: it's a way better name.
0: It, it raises a lot of questions though, mm-hmm. and there's already a lot of weird questions asked in this movie based on a couple of choices that I, I'm going to get to in a minute. <laughs> um But of course, we will start spoiler free as we often do, and uh, so yeah, seventies month continues, and this is you know, uh 1972. uh So I mean, first things first, as far as seventies month goes. We, we have one movie left next week, right? We have to get to the vote winner next week, which is Logan's Run. And I am shocked, because I don't believe that we have had any bush yet. <laughs> and this movie continues that trend of no bush.
1: I mean, we were pretty overloaded on the bush in the first 70s month round.
0: Oh, yeah, I was all bushed out in that first, that first batch. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just surprised. Um, although there was a comment that implied there might be some surprise bush in Logan's run, which I'm not expecting, because I feel like Logan's run's like a PG. But, I mean, given what we've seen in some of these other PGs, who's to that's say? That's Yeah, <laughs> this film was a double A. I don't know what that means, except...
1: That's a, that's a type of battery.
0: Yes, that's a type of battery, yes. Well, did you have to bring in batteries to see it in the theaters? Like you can't get (laughs) in unless you give us a (laughs) battery. That's the price. One double A battery. Now, if I remember correctly, that's like uh, all admittance or something. That's basically the G. it's Mm -hmm. it's a G movie basically. Uh, Which you know, watching it, I would say that it's there's nothing extreme in this, but I I would say that it wouldn't get a G now. Like it it would definitely be PG. No, not after the
1: first scene.
0: Yeah, it, it would be probably a sort of. Either a light PG-13 or a hard PG. That's kind of where I'd say it falls in terms of modern scale.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, if you wonder what the premise is, there's there's a blobby substance that goes around killing people and absorbing people. People discover its weakness by the end and the movie ends. It's the, it's the same plot as the original blob, basically. It really is, yeah. And the same plot as the remake. But the remake, at least, is supposed to be a redo of the plot. This one is supposed to be a sequel, but is still kind of just the same plot again. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> neither of us have seen this of course before uh, we'll get into it here and like I said we'll start, start spoiler free so Tara what did you make of Beware the Blob
1: um I'd say it's pretty skippable in the whole Blob
0: trilogy <laughs> <The> tr- <laughs> come on don't say the word trilogy around all willy nilly now it's a sacred <laughs> word that should be reserved for other series such as Beverly Hills Cop and things of that nature
1: Mm-hmm. The Transfers Blu-ray collection.
0: <laughs> yes, Transers 4 and 5, pretty skippable, as we have discovered <laughs> in our bonus episodes. It's, uh,
1: okay, well, it's not It's not the worst. Um, I sort of hate the, the dialogue in it, and I, I read that most of it was, not. maybe not most of it, but a lot of it was improvised, and I think you can kind of tell. Mm. It's not I, good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I will say this does feel super 70s, and I mean, I guess that makes sense, because it's 1972, but it feels... 70s and a lot of kind of negative ways and that the harsh like sound of the audio like the dialogue mm-hmm. all feels like it's kind of like grating on my ears like, at all times um which naturally is worse the more uh shrill the voice is so some of the women in this sound awful to my ears and it's not their fault it's, it's just the way it's been recorded it's the sound quality it just sounds not good um so and it's got a lot of really weird like upbeat like hijinks music in the soundtrack which
1: yeah the soundtrack is not my Favorite, either. No, <laughs> it's just it's... it's very upbeat and kind of funky, and it's not. I don't know, maybe it matches the G rating that they go or the double A rating <laughs> that they're going for, but it doesn't match like the horror film. It really comes off as like uh, tongue in cheek, slapstick style comedy,
0: mm. yeah, no. but it doesn't really
1: match the horror. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah, the tone's kind of all over the place uh, in that sense. It starts Mm -hmm. off super wacky, and then it kind of like tries to be a bit more serious at times, but then it goes back to being wacky again. Mm -hmm. It really doesn't know. I think the biggest problem with it, though, because I do think some of the effects are not bad. I mean, they're definitely nowhere near as good as the the 80s one, but they're definitely a step up from the 50s one. And I think... What sticks out to me, though, is this movie's biggest failing is that, you know, one of the things we commended in the original was that the... Yeah, you know, the the characters were kind of likable enough you got a sense of the, the vibe of the, the atmosphere of the town. Mm-hmm. I think this town has no atmosphere, and I think the characters are all basically paper thin, and I I, I couldn't tell you anything about any of them. They're, 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 they're nothing.
1: Yeah. Except for the guy who wears the ape suit. I liked him a lot.
0: That's only because he's played by an actor who popped up in some other things that we've done. Such <laughs> That's Gary Demon- Graham. Yeah, from Demon Seed. <laughs> And he's the villain from the Philadelphia Experiment too, and of course his most famous role, the main villain from Police Academy Six: City Under Siege.
1: <laughs> yep. Wait, he should have made a big time. He's great.
0: I've seen him in three different movies this year by accident.
1: Yeah.
0: All for the he's, ace. He
1: also plays uh, someone from the Q continuum in um, in a uh, Star Trek Voyager.
0: I love how you thought about saying hit television show and you went, nah, it's Voyager, I'm not going to say it for Voyager.
1: <laughs> Voyager was a hit. It had as many seasons as, you know, Next Generation.
0: Yeah, but Walking Dead had like over ten seasons and that shit, so.
1: <laughs> it was a hit.
0: I mean, it was. It was very popular to the point where there's like four spin-offs now and movies happening and video games and all sorts of things right. happening.
1: Well, but, it was very good to see Gary Graham, young Gary Graham, hmm. in the film. because He's becoming a, an ace favourite. Him and uh, Richard Lynch.
0: Does he get like a... Because <laughs> they were trying to do those awards occasionally. Does he get like a Canulius award for wearing a, a gorilla suit? Well, well it wasn't a gorilla, <laughs> I suppose, but, Maybe. but... None of the gorillas in pla- none of the, gorillas in of the Apes were named, at least not heavily. All the mm. main characters were either chimps... Uh, there was or- a
1: gorilla suit in the... Uh, the, the last escape from a planet from the Pie of the Apes, though. There's a guy in a gorilla suit. You're just right. playing a gorilla. <laughs> You're
0: right. Yes. Quite right. There was. Um yes. I'm still I'm, I'm disappointed we people not able to give it the hat award from uh from Cosmos yet uh, again. I'm 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 waiting. I'm <laughs> yeah. lying and wait. <laughs> Don't uh, know when that's gonna happen. For excessive hat scenes. <laughs> However, uh I will say this movie has some excessive beer scenes, but we'll get to that in spoilers when we're talking about the specifics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there is excessive beer. Yeah, there's beer. a
1: lot of beer sacrifice, and uh, people are really upset about it.
0: Yes. It, there's, this, there's this trope, and it, I, find it, I kind of associate it with The Simpsons and like, maybe sitcoms of that time, like Al Bundy or you know other stuff, but there's definitely this trope of like men who just want to drink beer like all the time. That's all they want to do is just keep drinking more and more beer. Um... And it's just one of these tropes that you get and th- 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 it's in this, there's a, there's a guy who all he wants to do is drink more beer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And all he thinks about doing is how he can consume there's beer like quicker. There's like four
1: characters like that.
0: Okay. Well, the, I thought there was like two proper ones, but to be fair, the snooty guy, it turns kind of out that he might have just been taking all that beer to his work because his work uses it. And that's why he has crates and crates of beer. Mm-hmm. That makes some sense. I don't mean, mind. He's the manager, so I don't really know why it makes sense that he's bringing all the beer himself. Maybe it's just that kind of, you know, it's that, you know, family owned business. It doesn't have a lot of employees, so he picks right. up some Fa- of the stuff. Family owned bowling alley. Yes. That takes beer. Yes. I'm sure that, that was a thing once upon Is there a lot oh, of family It's still a
1: thing. You can get beer at a bowling alley.
0: <laughs> no, I mean the family owned part. Like, they're probably all chains now. They're all big corporations mm. and. I don't know. All they're solace. all closed
1: here. I'm not sure.
0: Of course, they're all closed. Do you know how much like pandemic virus you can get into those little finger holes? <laughs> the <bowling> ball.
1: <laughs> Most people bring their own ball. I mean, for like a league or or something where people make money from.
0: Oh sure, yes. I've never professionally. I I have been you know bowling a few times in my life, but it's always been for someone's birthday or something. it's like a work related day out or something. Uh, none of us ever brought our own balls. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, sorry, bowling alleys. Hopefully a vaccine comes in.
0: Oh, yeah, the bowling alleys are the ones that are hurting most in this time. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of equal to anyone else who relies on, you know, people coming in and using their service. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyway, where was it in the movie?
1: I don't know, we're not in spoilers yet.
0: Oh, true, but I mean, like, what was I say? you know, in relation to the movie?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, there's uh some people who really love their beer.
0: The characters are all basically <laughs> you know, dry puddles.
1: Yeah. I I don't I don't love this film. It's 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 okay. I do like the effects like you said. Um mm-hmm. you don't really get a lot of the blob doing stuff, but it, it does this cool thing where it has like the camera like the POV shot of the blob and you can just yeah. see this like rolling jello like thing in front of it as it rolls over people and is i do it... like that effect i thought that was really fun
0: yeah it's kind of like the uh, the police squad naked gun intro but right. with jello instead <laughs> of the, the the hood of the car right uh, yeah It's kind of like that um i do think like i think it looked better like the one thing i'll say that it's better over the 80s one and this is like the only thing i'll say is better over the 80s one is sometimes when they did those there's a couple of key sequences where it did like a big thing where you saw it squeezing through a lot of places and it always looked like it was thick jelly going through things mm-hmm. Where, you know, one of the one of the few complaints of the, the remake was that sometimes it looked a bit more technically and spiky and stuff, and it didn't really look like, you know, blob-like anymore. It was just kind of right. something, which is a minor complaint in the grand scheme of things, because that movie is a goddamn blast. If it's that, so funny. Yeah. This that, one, by comparison, it feels <laughs> like, I thought it was a lot of really awkward humour. Like, the opening scene with the husband and wife, for example, like it reminded me of the awkward it, humor. That's... It was almost
1: nauseating. It was, it was so hard to listen to.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I could really understand half of the dialogue because they, because they were mumbling a lot of it into each other's faces. They were. Or they're like
1: all like on amphetamines or something. They're so hyped up and like talking so fast, and I I didn't understand the choices. Maybe I, it had to be that they were just improvising.
0: Yeah, I, well. There was definitely some improvising going because the actress who, who deals with the kitten had to improvise when the kitten started clawing, because you could... As someone who has three cats, right? Yes. I know what it looks like <laughs> when a cat is trying to escape, and is not happy you're holding it. And this little kitten, she's sort of holding it in place. Like, you're going to get food. they are try to make it look like the kitten wants fed at the bowl on the counter, but she's having mm-hmm. to hold it in place as she gets the tin of food out. <laughs> and it's just like, yes. you're forcing this so much. Like, just... Put the food out let the cat wander it's fine it's fine It's looks stupid it really does yeah oh dear i mean i didn't hate watching it i got the old chuckle as a you know a silly b movie but it is forgettable i sure.
1: don't I don't think that it's i don't think it's bad That's i just hard. think it's it's not it's not good it's hard to watch it after the 80s block because yeah. that one was like a masterpiece
0: <laughs> there's one or two scenes that i kind of enjoy for the goofiness and a couple <laughs> of lines of dialogue that i really like which i will be bringing up um but other than that this one is definitely the one of the three that you could skip and we actually did skip it yeah <laughs> no,
1: nobody gets folded in half backwards and sucked <laughs> through a sucked through a grate or through a, a drain it's uh, very we, disappointing we you do also ask- don't really get to see the blob interact with people very much it's all it, there's a lot of implied death
0: mm-hmm.
1: and gore um, which is uh, like, I guess that's more of the 50s version, but I, even now on it, I think we saw more of the blob like attaching itself to people.
0: I'd, we have to have a debate, or not a debate, I mean, I don't think we going to disagree, but uh, we have to have a discussion about something that's in this movie, a really curious choice. Early on, the film was a character watching TV, and what's mm-hmm. playing on the TV? You might ask the <laughs> audience. Well, the original film... The blob was playing on the TV, which boggles one's mind in so yep. many ways. My brain broke. <laughs> and it would be fine if like let's say the blob in this was so different and it was just kind of like, oh hey lol, like you know, this is like the that, that original movie exists in this this world because this blob's be gonna sure. be very different. But it's not different. It has the same weakness in everything. It's like it's clearly meant to be the same. If only the thing.
1: F- folks in this town had finished watching the movie before the blob struck.
0: I I know, and I I never really understood exactly where this because he has like a canister that's like a specimen that he's just sort of got in the kitchen with the blob mm-hmm. in it, and I think it was that he found it when he was uh because because they mentioned that he was like laying pipe like his job is to like lay this uh I, big pipe I guess in they town. went
1: to <laughs> laying
0: pipe. <laughs> I
1: guess he went to uh, Antarctica
0: with some team of people. <laughs> Why are you so amused at the phrase laying paint?
1: I don't want to get into it, but you can google it if you like. I will. Well, you might want to cut this part out.
0: Feel free feel free to continue. To so
1: I I think that he, I I believe that he went to Antarctica as some part of a team, although he's also a scientist cuz he brings it back as a sample like a to do science on. He says he's going to bring it back to the lab. But also, yeah, they are doing some sort of pipeline through Antarctica.
0: Oil? That's just some dumb American euphemism. Like, (laughs) when I meant laying pipe, I meant he was literally laying pipe, because that's the thing people do. They have to, pipe (laughs) has to be laying. Right?
1: I know, but that's why I chuckled. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to get into it. What
0: the it, it was It's just so an, It was, a, it was an so... innocent
1: thing! Yes, I know. It's just so juvenile. Shut up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my god! Kate, can, can you not talk about anything slightly phallic-shaped without it meaning sex? Like, what, oh, I put my hot dog in the bun. Oh! Sex! <laughs> no? Okay. What were you saying? Yeah, th- was... that's big coming from you whoa whoa what's that about me where have i ever ever made a sexual pun you cannot find one because it doesn't exist it's never happened literally never. i think it
1: happened in the last episode of screams (laughs) i listened to (laughs) well
0: i'll have to see some receipts so moving on okay
1: what about the movie the whole review of the movie yummy what was the word that you wanted the people to write down at the end of that one? Bibs? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not a pun! B-E-W-B-S?
0: Okay, sure. Yes, I, I spelled <laughs> the fun way. Uh-huh. Bibs. Okay. <laughs> okay. Alright, what were you? I was Call too busy giggling. Juvenile. I me too, I, I was. I was giggling the lane of pipe while you were talking. What were you saying?
1: <laughs> I was saying how he got the specimen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. By laying the pipe. Yes, as we established. Yes. Um. So, take one guess what the word's going to be. Then, actually, it won't be pipe. I've got there's a word that's offered to me in the movie that I will be using at the end. But if I if the movie didn't give me an obvious one, I'd have said pipe at the end of the review. Um. So stay tuned. <laughs> so I guess we'll go into spoilers because I I, I I don't know I <laughs> much more there is to talk about uh, this is one which is probably going to be a little bit sellier cuz uh, to be honest it's kind of just a goofy B movie uh so you know yeah it, it's sort
1: of set up like half um half like we have these characters we're following and then another half is like all these vignettes of the problem yeah yeah but they seem random and they don't really build up the town as much as the first film did
0: no i i thought i was going to for like a minute because it was interesting as to these boy scouts and they run into like the the what the one of the the main woman who's going to see the other guy and i thought oh they're all saying hi each other setting up all these people who know each other but then mm-hmm. like when the scouts showed up towards the end i was like oh yeah i forgot there were scouts in this
1: <laughs> yeah and that was uh the scout scoutmaster master was dick van patten who's an actor i recognize. he was in um. A- Spaceballs. Oh, you haven't seen that. He plays the king in spaceballs. He probably is in lots of other things too. Hmm.
0: But yeah, so I will take this time to thank our Patreon producers before we move on to spoilers. Uh, so thank you to Tyler Hess, Cindy Palisades, David Sharp, Born Now, Al Tribesman, Christopher Moy, Brett Williams, and David Brown. They are all our patrons at $20 or more. But you don't have to support us at that amount, do you, Tara?
1: Well, I know if you enjoy the reviews, please check out our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash mouthless TV. And if you donate as low well as $1 per month, you will get access to bonus episodes of The Ace. So you can check out that Trancers trilogy we've been talking about. Um, there's also a back catalog of some pretty fun movies like Free Freejack, uh, Judge Dredd, Time Cop. Time Cop, for some reason, is on the bonus episode. Maybe we made a mistake but that's where you can find it no that, that's the
0: juicy <laughs> exclusive the, the greatest thing that they're going to i'm going to pay the dollar to get time cop. that's, that's right. the juicy exclusive the
1: 11 out of 10 masterpiece time travel film with cops
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> and if you can't support us on patreon don't feel bad you hit the like button liking super important on youtube and helps us out a lot and it's free and easy all you have to just click the button it's as simple as that uh okay so we'll move on then to spoilers at this point for beware the blob um yes and i'm just i'm sitting here i'm feeling sad for people around the world whose job it is to actually install pipes because what do they say when someone asks them their job
1: working on the pipeline
0: Just <laughs> is like someone who like literally like puts uh, like uh like packets of fudge in boxes to ship them off like what do they say that their job is when someone says what's your <laughs> job <laughs> because they can't say fudge packer no but go by this logic since, since laying pipe is down off the table.
1: <laughs> you really held up on this, huh?
0: Look, this movie's not that interesting. I'm trying to keep a running joke going, alright? <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to be entertaining here, okay?
1: Well, the opening scene is somewhat interesting. Oh, it's because okay. Because the blob's first victim, well, the blob, blob's first victim is a fly.
0: Oh, sure, yes. But the, the opening credits is just the montage of this little kitty in the grass just sort of running yeah, around. Yeah,
1: like, why are, you, why are we looking at a little kitten?
0: I mean, it's cute, but... Yeah. Well, except <laughs> for the fact that you know it's probably going to be a victim. It's lunch. Yeah. And sure enough, we see, we see some some blob sort of attached to its paw and you just hear a meow. That's, that's it. Uh, I will say, there's one small moment I did like in this opening scene, which is, so, so the, the husband is obsessed with beer. He just keeps supposed to drink beer. And for some reason he's not happy with just drinking a can of beer at a time he empties a vase and then pours multiple cans into the vase so he can then drink the vase and it's like he's doing it in secret so his wife doesn't see but when his wife catches him drinking it she just goes oh yeah and just helps him pour (laughs) more beer in and he's like oh that's so helpful honey what is this these
1: these two people are the most like non-realistic people in the whole film yeah I I, i don't know they they were so silly
0: they're, yeah, they're weird caricature like characters that I don't even, I can't, I can't even, I don't even know. Maybe there's, maybe there's, these are like sort of tropes you saw on TV all the time in the seventies, and maybe it makes more sense at the time. But to my modern like brain, this just is like weird and makes no sense. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know about these two. Yeah, um, but I did like that uh, as the the wife is like kneeling down, she's like feeding the cat or something, or she's picking something up. You can kind of see the canister and like the blob just starting to sort of
1: mm-hmm.
0: sort of come out the top of it. It's starting to sort of like someone's pushing it up from underneath, and it's just sort of starting to rise up a little bit, it's just just yeah, a little bit higher. Because she took
1: it out of the freezer, so now yes. it's starting to thaw.
0: Yes. Uh, again, I feel like I missed some serious explanation as to why they have a canister of the blob in the freezer.
1: Uh, well, he was out laying some pipe and came back with a <laughs> with something sticky.
0: Well, to t- to be fair, we're, we're cracking jokes about laying pipe, but he does try to lay pipe uh, in this scene. Uh, he does. Yes. And the reference laying pipe when he returned from his week away at work laying pipe. Actual pipe, as opposed to the metaphorical pipe. It's so dumb. <laughs> you gotta keep track of all the pipes. All, all the plumbing's important, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> Look... Look, you gotta know which pipe you're you're referring to. You know, I'm when, so <laughs> Why could lead to trauma. I'm so
1: sorry. I'm <laughs> so sorry that I did you know that this was a thing.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> um Yeah, well you but you saw so, I suppose.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I too I enjoyed the effects of the um of the canister popping Mm -hmm. off and then the blob slowly coming up like a like cranberry jelly (laughs) can just coming up over the edge
0: that's basically what it looked like uh so Mm -hmm. but he doesn't even notice his wife got got because well the wife goes outside to try and find the cat when the cat's not there and then gets attacked by the blob and screams the husband is so oblivious to this that he's just watching tv and drinking beer he doesn't care Mm -hmm. uh but then he gets watching blob in the blob and then he gets attacked on his chair and this is probably the closest we get to like seeing like people absolutely actually absorbed because when the other woman who comes to like pick up the the, the birthday gift for the the main dude mm-hmm. uh her boyfriend she comes in and he's like sitting in the chair and he's just like you know consumed with blob and he's sort of like he's, he's, his face is kind of half sticking out of it but he's kind of like you know yeah it's, it's the most we ever see of it really with a human
1: but he's not decomposing
0: no it's not 1988 blob with the i skeleton love that scene
1: so much
0: <laughs> i know it's so good it's so good but so she and this this is one of one of these annoying tropes where she of course is terrified she immediately runs to her boyfriend to try and explain they go get the sheriff and everything well i, I say they get the sheriff but the sheriff comes to see them when they drive past erratically when the guy mm-hmm. that she almost like ran over when she was driving to her boyfriend is complaining that the, this young woman almost ran me over, going to arrest her, sheriff. Uh, but regardless, they end up with a sheriff, and everyone just kind of like, doesn't believe her because it sounds this this ridiculous thing. And don't get me wrong, there was an element in the original film about like the idea that no one believes the teenagers that this is going right, on, right?
1: Because teenagers are troublemakers. Yeah, so. yeah, that was like one of the main themes of the film.
0: I wouldn't say this is a theme of the film. I would say this is just an annoying trope of no one believing uh, this woman.
1: Definitely, and the <laughs> cops are the worst in this film.
0: There are a variety of bad as well, which is impressive. There's, there's yeah. different levels of bad. Uh, my favorite, <laughs> though, which is not necessarily a character flaw, it's more just like uh, I, what I think is a filmmaking snafu, and that is that later on in the film when they're like uh, you know they're investigating the bowling alley, uh, there's the one cop who's like sort of investigating around the counters and stuff and i swear i swear i'm right about this mm. he checks the cash register i'm not sure if he actually steals any money or not but it doesn't really matter my point is is that after he's finished doing what he's doing he sort of looks up and kind of laughs and i swear that this isn't an intentional laugh i swear that this is a laugh because someone yelled cut and something funny happened on set and they kept it in the scene as like a as a, as a supposed in character moment and it uh, isn't
1: yeah it, it's so out of place
0: yeah. I know it, exactly
1: what scene you're talking about.
0: Yeah, it looks like an outtake. It looks like when you're watching outtakes and they sort of laugh because, you know, something funny happens in the corner of their eye or something. Yeah. Or yeah. It it just it's but they kept it and they thought, Oh, that smells good. Keep that eye, it's natural. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's so odd and out of place. Yeah,
0: it's really weird. Um so What's so weird is that I thought, the so, the so the guy that she almost runs over is kind of like an antagonist and he's kind of always like trying to get the police. In fact, one of my favourite little funny scenes is when he comes by the house where they're, they're investigating this now missing couple uh, that died at the start of the movie uh, because she's complained about it. Uh, eventually this, this uh, asshole businessman shows up and he's like, ah yes, good work deputy, you've got the, the culprit there on the car and he keeps, he's like, <laughs> Fast work, very efficient. You and the sheriff, you're you're great, you're great at your job. And he he, <laughs> he compliments them for about uh, like a good minute before the sheriff's like, okay you two can go home now. <laughs> and he just starts yeah, to demand right? he demands <laughs> to know why have they not been going I demand to make an assistant's arrest. They almost killed me earlier. Uh, kind of thing. Um So but I, I thought know he's he's his
1: character, like his like antagonist like character.
0: He's probably the best <laughs> character in the movie because he's, he's the he's the only character who actually has, dare I say, character.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> well, apart from Joe, the ape-suited party guest, played by Gary Graham,
0: does he actually have much character, <laughs> or are you just say this because he's him?
1: Uh, I just was totally enthralled with his performance and how great he was in the ape suit.
0: Uh-huh. Uh huh.
1: And he drives a really strange car.
0: He does drive. It's a very old-fashioned-looking uh, car, but Incredible, weird-looking car. Yeah, but I mean, that's not the
1: best idea when there's a blob yeah. in your town.
0: The asshole businessman is. I thought. I thought like not only does he have the most character. I thought they were going to give him like kind of an arc. We're here by the end of the movie. He can to learn to like, like and trust the younger people. But oh, yeah? then at the very <laughs> end of the film, though, he just starts demanding that people pay for the damages to his place. and he, he's, <laughs> he's, he's not mellowed at all. He's still just as so much of a dick as he was at the start. That said, though, he was still the the best you know, character in the sense that he had the most character. Yeah. Honestly. My favorite character in terms of actual like dialogue and stuff is by far the barber. We have to talk about the <laughs> he barber. He
1: <is> so strange. <laughs> I,
0: cause, so so that's, that's like 70s young kid comes in, this guy who's got this big wacky 70s hair comes in. Mm-hmm. And the barber sort of leans up. And I thought the barber was going to be this like tough no-nonsense, like I'm not cutting that stupid like pansy hair i'm a military mm-hmm. barber i do like, you know buzz cuts and uh you know a real man's haircut i thought that's, that's i thought that's what the character was going to be and instead he started talking about how you know like <laughs> hair's his 16th chapel and how uh <laughs> like he it, that it what he says um i don't cut hair i sculpt it that's the line yeah he sculpts hair
1: he sculpts hair it's a hair sculptor I think maybe he's even listed oh no hairstylist never mind oh, okay i thought maybe he was listed as hair sculptor
0: <laughs> he gets all excited by this guy's hair and then he's shampooing it before he cuts it and of course the scene ends with him like because we see the blob coming up through the sink this is just a random yeah. scene of blob attack but he puts the guy's head right into the blob which i thought was quite funny i wish i'd seen more of it but it was a funny concept
1: yeah <laughs> sure. <laughs> i would have liked to have seen him pulled into the drain as well
0: yeah it's we know the blob can
1: do it we've seen it
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh, the legs kicking up in there, oh, Yeah, so good, so good uh so Should've just watch that one again <laughs> after the police have decided there's nothing to going on with this missing couple. Just calls again if they're not uh, you know popped up by morning um basically, like the girlfriend takes the boyfriend to where the party's gonna be because it's a surprise party for him, So he doesn't even know about the party they they're all planning so. She's all upset and she's forgotten about the party because when the door opens, she's like oh shit, it was a surprise party and <laughs> this this scene gets really cruel like everyone for some reason feels like they're trying to like it, it almost was like a scene from carrie where they're all bullying her where they're all like trying to like put hats on her and like popping yeah. balloons in her face and like i don't know this made no sense the the, the camera gets right up in her face it feels really in her space cruel and in
1: the 70s you know well they're not even kids though <laughs> they're like 24. <laughs> probably meant to be high schoolers
0: are they but they're friends with uh, this couple at the start who are like a married couple
1: yeah that's true and they do seem older than the rest of them Hmm. yeah i don't know know. the guy who plays the boyfriend is charlie x from star trek
0: do you remember him i You know what now you've mentioned that i can see it i never thought about it when i was watching it but i can see it now. you mentioned it i was looking
1: at it like i know this guy he's the one that falls in love with uh with the yeoman
0: yeah yeah yeah. i remember that's that's like episode two he's, he's got like, yeah like, it's a really all, early one all the multicoloured lights hit his face as he's like tr- mm-hmm. in a trance he's, he's basically glamoring people like a vampire with, yes. um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh so basically they carry him around you know like crowd surf for a bit And then he eventually is like, you know what? I'm kind of like annoyed that I can't see my girlfriend. I'm going to go and try and see where she is. No one seems to (laughs) care that she's like in tears. So he goes and finds her and she's like, can we please leave? And I'm going to present to you the the biggest arc of the film, the roller coaster ride that was the story of the avocado sandwich. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Because this is a three-act story. There's a three-act story (laughs) told in three sentences in this movie and it's all when they're driving there's this driving first i think to the party and it's driving from the party to the the house but then it cuts away to something else so then it's when they arrive at the house before the blob attacks there's another reference to it so <laughs> yeah he says first of all when she's upset it's like hey how about we go home and i'll make you an avocado sandwich and then he describes a few other things that go out but he's really sincerely, he's like i'll make you an avocado you like that you like that but no bacon right he really emphasizes no bacon which is really weird because i feel like the the thing we all you know the joke right now on the internet is that everything's better with bacon i honestly agree with that but that's definitely the the joke right that's the running thing people say and you're vegan so i know you don't agree with it
1: (laughs) just some seitan please
0: (laughs) but and then uh after like they're leaving the party he's like how about you know again in the car it's almost the exact same shot every time where harlock's sort of hugging him when he's driving it's like he's like you know what how about when we get in i'll make you an avocado sandwich with bacon it's like really
1: really you'll do that for me And I'm like, really? i just saw my friends die okay
0: <laughs> i know she starts to cheer up she starts to cheer up even though she witnessed someone be killed and then after we cut away to something else and we cut back she is like kind of like kissing him on the neck and he's like you know what <laughs> to hell with that avocado sandwich i'm like oh my god this is a roller coaster is there going to be an avocado sandwich or not i know right
1: <laughs> millennials thought that they created the avocado toast i think this might be the first uh the first on-screen <laughs> mention of avocado toast. is, it,
0: is this two avocado sandwiches as what psycho was the toilets <laughs>
1: <laughs> i guess though so. this must be in california then yeah i think the bully alley said was uh is in used to be in glendale it's not there anymore
0: i mean but. i mean i guess you can kind of assume it based on the avocado to be honest though all the locations are just like like a building surrounded by desert it could really be anywhere on the entire yeah. like western side of the country well southern west
1: <laughs> yeah
0: so yeah
1: doesn't it, feel like
0: a small town no it has no character this movie has no character i think that's the, the big thing
1: yeah, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Because the first blob is pretty good, and then we get the 80s masterpiece. It's such a shame that we skipped this. I know. That's... Because if we watched this right after the first one, we might have been like, well, here are the positive things that yeah. are better than the first movie. But, you know, now we have to compare it to gold.
0: <laughs> it's gold, Jerry. Gold. <laughs> yeah, so the other two things we skipped over. There's another random scene. There was a couple of, like, hippies that were at the going to be at the party that end up, like like, just hanging out in a pipe. Hold your jokes, everyone. Hold your jokes. There's no laying going on, just...
1: That's not a euphemism.
0: Just sitting in the pipe.
1: Yeah, not a euphemism.
0: What's not a euphemism?
1: Sitting in a pipe? Hanging out in a pipe?
0: I never said it was. (laughs) But the subject of pipe came back up. So I was just... (laughs) I was was referencing the other joke. (laughs) Oh, dear. You try to make a running joke tara just wants to take all the fun out of it
1: <laughs> so <laughs> i'm just looking at um garrett graham's filmography scene if there's anything else we should
0: watch that's a very unhealthy obsession with garrett graham <laughs> uh bubbling up here i see um, so there's this this asshole cop who dies in this scene who's like insisting I, I and i'm assuming the teenagers also die because they don't show up anywhere later in the movie so i'm assuming the blob just gets them now To what are you smelling about
1: He's going to be in Babylon 5.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> hey, do check out. Oh, our... he
1: was. No, no, no.
0: What?
1: He's in an episode called Signs Importance. Didn't we already watch that?
0: No, no, it's later this season. It's later in season one. Okay. All right. So, yes, Didn't please do Please do enjoy our weekly reviews of Babylon 5, which we started doing from the start of the show. We're about five or six episodes in by the time this goes up. So, please do join along for the ride. Uh, <laughs> see, you got to plug that. You got to plug it when you mention it. Okay. Plug, plug, nice. plug, plug. So I have
1: to plug something else then at the end instead.
0: Yes, there you go. Uh, so, but he's he's basically insisting upon arresting them for for getting high, uh, despite the fact that there's literally a call coming over the radio saying, "Hey, officers need help. There's someone dying" or something like that. Uh, but he insists upon like holding them up for basically no reason, and then the the blob comes out from behind them and gets them. He screams. But this is kind of the start of the the bad deaths, where all of it's just basically. Like the blobs in the foreground, and the pe- people, the person in the for- the background screams, and then it goes yeah. away, and that's it. That's the whole death. Uh, but that's that. Uh, the other one that's more notable though, which is not a death per se, but we have the naked man in the bath, who uh, is a Turk. Apparently, <laughs> I thought I thought it was Russian. I assumed Russian, but he's uh... with a
1: little Yorkshire Terrier.
0: Yes, yeah. The, the dog got it. The dog's dead. If a cat's dying in this movie, then the dog's going too. The dog doesn't get spared. <laughs> right, don't know that clear. But. Uh, Poor he basically he's able to like, get out of his window when the blobs coming into his bathroom, and the, one of the, one of the police officers like finds him running around naked outside. And what is a very high level scene where they're obviously hiding like everything from like the waist down the entire time, and he's running around yelling in a foreign language. And uh, you know, what's the there's, a, there's a, almost like a flirty line the cop has with them as well, which really stuck out to me as being weird because the uh, oh
1: yeah i can't remember but they he and the the cop their interactions were all a little bit strange
0: yeah because because the, the 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 chubby naked guy comes up to the, the side of the car butt-ass naked and mm-hmm. he's like he says something like oh i'm so happy to see you and the cops like i'm happy to see you too yeah right it's a really <laughs> weird line uh but he's he, he spends the rest of the movie at the police station all this is going on uh so after the avocado toast saga uh the blob attacks the car they're in and they're sort of in the car and they, they turn on the air conditioning which makes the blob leave which is the first hint that the weakness is the same it's the cold which is really funny because at the end of the movie when the blob chases them from the bowling alley because this big bowling tournament on right and there's a reveal that the guy who's been the asshole, the businessman owns the bowling alley because uh, there's one other scene actually when they're driving home mm-hmm. uh this guy's unloading like just crates and crates of cans of beer and he's got them all piled up and they roll up in the car and they're saying hey we have to get past uh, we're going home and he's he's a bit of a dick to them so they just drive through his beer and it all just crushes and starts spraying everywhere and was that not upset. the same guy that's the same guy yeah
1: it was okay yeah yeah i thought you were saying it was a different guy just unloading <laughs>
0: beer <laughs> no no no. because no, that's what i meant earlier when i said that it turned out later when it turned out he owned the, the bowling alley i assumed then it was just for his work it wasn't like he was actually uh, yeah. wanting to drink all this beer it was like this is just right. stock for the, the business which makes sense <laughs> um, but yeah but anyway so yeah so so part of why my favorite shots in the movie is when the the the, the blob is oozing through all the the bowling mm-hmm. alleys you know we see it come down all the lanes and it's coming out of the where the pins are
1: yeah there's a lot of good shots of the blob doing that kind of stuff. He comes to yeah. a uh, event while like the people who are working on the pins and underneath are, I said he like the blob has a sex.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> with the the guys who are who also have interesting banter between the two of them, like one of them plays the piano downstairs and the other one <laughs> won't let him work with his hands because he says you're, you're too beautiful. Of your hands are play too beautifully for you to risk ex- working on these machines
0: they're eccentric they're eccentric uh, engineers
1: right um they're very well read and very well um yeah educated they mm-hmm. both they're very classy workers and um yeah while they're working on there you could see the blob coming through the great very much like the first film when it comes to the great in the movie theater mm-hmm. and uh but i like I like the effect. I like that scene, actually. I like those two characters. <laughs> they were ridiculous also, but I like them much more than the other ridiculous ones. Yeah,
0: I think that's fair. I mean, I haven't mentioned the sheriff. He's just kind of a non-character the whole time. Like, he's, he's kind of mm-hmm. running around and he's hearing things are going on and whatever. I did laugh, though, because when, when the blob then chases our main, you know, couple uh, and the, 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 the owner, right, the, the asshole businessman and it turns out like and this is very realistic because there's tons of places that like this where they'll have like an ice rink next to like a bowling alley like it'll be the one sort of business and and there's like Mm -hmm. a sign saying uh, ice rink shut down for repairs so there's no ice in it right and and as soon as the blob goes on to where the ice rink's supposed to be all i could think was oh this is convenient yeah right (laughs) (laughs) oh i wonder how they're going to defeat the
1: blob (laughs) right (laughs) exactly that's uh, my thoughts exactly it's like well i guess we know how this is going to end now
0: don't get me wrong when it established that he has to get across the room to like, the control panel to turn on the ice and turn on the cooling There's i thought okay th- i mean it's okay because he seems swinging across like you know like he's tarzan on a cable and it's fine um, I do think that could have almost been like a longer more in, you know more, more intricate because they could have set this up like quite early this could have been like a 20 minute like journey to get across the mm-hmm. room because it's so difficult because the blob is covering all... you, know, it's, it's, you know what it is it's a game of lava when you're a kid and you can't the touch floor the floor is lava yeah it, it could be an entire 15 minute 20 minute sequence of someone trying to get across there with that style of mechanic yeah
1: and this blob doesn't have tentacle things no. either like the no. 80s one uh,
0: which was
1: not our favorite part of the 80s one
0: but... yeah that's the only thing we probably didn't like about it to be honest
1: Although you do see it stretch out to get the kitten in the very beginning,
0: yeah, but it's more like a like a sludgy, thick mm-hmm. kind of extension rather than like a, a like a tentacle spike. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it turns it on. The, the The blob freezes over. So there's literally like a it's almost like a like frozen dunes, <laughs> like of ice. Yeah, the, it, it,
1: the whole blob like freezes instantly, which I thought was a surprise. It wasn't like a slow thing. It was just once it. Once one part of the blob experiences the cold, yeah. it all freezes.
0: Yeah, they try to establish that it would be quick because the, the guy says, oh, when the ice rink's turned on, it, it freezes actually quite quickly. And I'm like, I'm sure that's just in there to explain why this is going to look so quick because they had no intention it, Yeah, of... it's like
1: instantaneous.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was still really risky, which it proved out to be right, might add, given the ending. Because when they actually go on, they immediately go and stand on top of it to give like a TV interview and the sheriffs right. are putting one foot up on like one of the humps. And I'm like you don't know how like safe. this says this thing can come back to life at any moment. And you're just going really to stand on top of it. And sure enough, it does like parts of it start oozing up his leg. And that's, we get a freeze frame.
1: Yeah. I like that. It's the, the studio light that melts part of it. Yeah. And then it slowly oozes out towards him. Yeah. We get a freeze frame. We don't get to see the blob actually.
0: No. Do anything. It's just his face. We'll be like, Ooh? And Ooh? it says the end question. mark. Question mark. Yeah. So they, they kept that from the original. Uh, <laughs> But we have to we have to establish as well that there's actually a big risk that before the, they turn the air shrink on. In fact, even after they turn it on, they have to sort of rush out and tell the the sheriff because the sheriff was
1: yeah, the, the he's sh- gonna explode it with gasoline.
0: Yeah, he actually <laughs> makes the choice like after they get chased because they try to go in with some riot gear and some shotguns, like that's going to do anything, right? And one mm-hmm. cop like tries to fire his gun at it and gets gets consumed, and the sheriff comes back out and to the rest of the police, he's just kind of like, well, the three people in there they're already goners. We have to blow this some bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> so they're getting ready to actually burn the thing alive, uh, which obviously, as we know, would not kill it. It would just make it stronger because it's right. the blob. Uh, but this is when the scouts show back up out of nowhere. Yeah, because one kid has <laughs> the, a lighter. The kid,
1: the kid who loves his his lighter, his Zippo,
0: which doesn't even get used because it doesn't work anymore. So he ends up using a match anyway. Yeah, from someone else.
1: Do you think that scene was unplanned, also? It kind of seemed out plan. Like, the big deal was that the kid had the lighter, but then he. And it, it worked when the kid I handed mean, it to him, but then it didn't work, and someone
0: gave him a, a match. So, I mean, sure. I mean, I mean, they're different shots, and sh- surely, surely if that was a genuine mistake, they'd just reshoot it. Do you really think the improv, someone just looks just go in with a match? Just, just you know, improv the, the back little bit. And...
1: It is 70s. I'm sure a lot of people had matches on them. Sure. For smoking.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, the i don't know actually we have to talk a little bit about the uh the scouts because uh the scout you know, the scout leader's like you know talking to them about a bunch of stuff and he's like got them learning things and he's really like annoyingly like making them all say things in unison when he's talking to the women at the start mm-hmm. um but for some reason there's like a montage in the middle of the movie where or let's not even the middle it's like maybe 20 minutes in where the kids are all playing with this like string with like two balls like you see one kid playing with it and it's like it's like there's conking against yeah they're each like other. clackers yeah yeah um but then for some reason like a second kid has one so he gets annoyed again he goes and then he confiscates the second one and then there's a third kid and he gets annoyed and confiscates that and then there's a kid who's jewel wielding these things and he's doing two of them at <laughs> the one time and i'm like what is this scene? <laughs> And what, what is this toy? What they, what they play? Uh, why, I don't why know. They all... just,
1: just part of the uh, comedic charm of the town.
0: <laughs> is, is this what kids did before smartphones? Was these conquer things? They just conked them? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I guess so. This is the fidget spinner of the 70s. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> did we oh. talk about the homeless? Oh, yeah. We have to talk about the, the three homeless dudes, which, again, it's a really random one-off scene where three homeless guys get attacked by the blob. That's all it is. Um... Well, we have to but they're who, not random yeah we have to talk <laughs> about who the three, the three homeless people are one is very recognizable because the yeah. the old hobo as credited and uh well, actually not credited, uncredited actually as imdb points out but uh burgess meredith is here another staple <laughs> of our reviews because he's popped up on twilight zone a bunch
1: right three times
0: yep yeah, so he's there and it turns out the youngest hobo again this is imdb's wording i, I wouldn't jump to hobo as a as a title uh is uh the director himself Mm-hmm. bizarrely and then tara pointed out this, the the middle one which was blew my mind a <laughs> little bit yeah, the, the medium
1: one. one is uh yeah he's got an ipad on, and he actually comes back in the 88 version and he uh he plays not the main villain as in the blob but he plays the reverend guy
0: yeah also, a very important huh. character. Why did you laugh at me saying the middle one and you, you corrected me with medium <laughs> when people say middle-aged? No one refers to someone's age as the medium-age.
1: <laughs> I do when talking about myself. <laughs> I'm medium-aged.
0: <laughs> Heck, you've got a solid two or three years before you can say you're middle-aged. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. You
1: only the lucky ones get to say so
0: okay hashtag tara not old hobo okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'll be i'll be medium hobo <laughs> um
0: yeah yeah again joe i'd forgotten to talk about that scene because it is just so one-off like there's so yeah. many scenes like that that never connect to anything else that it's really yeah, easy but, to i mean all them. three of those people are pretty important <laughs> yeah yeah one's the director one's in the, the better version and one's burgess meredith yeah <laughs> big deal uh, and this is before Rocky as well. So this is actually in between, uh, you know, his Twilight Zone appearances and, and his Rocky appearances. which And Rocky's, I think, what most people, you know, most people these days probably know him for because that's, that's this franchise that lasted. I mean, mm-hmm. sure, people who are watching or listening to a sci-fi movie podcast with a pair of idiots like us talking about stuff might be bigger nerds and therefore known from a lot of stuff because we know him from more stuff too. But that's true. But I imagine your, your more mainstream audience might know him from Rocky and that's about it.
1: Um, maybe Grumpy Old Men.
0: Joe, sure, I, I think I saw that as a kid, but I don't remember any of it. So I couldn't have even told you it was in that.
1: Oh. It's pretty good comedy. I think it
0: holds up. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you what doesn't hold up. Leprechaun in the hood. That doesn't hold up.
1: What? That's a real surprise.
0: <laughs> hey, there's some problematic elements in that movie. Even Tim had to stop defending it for a minute and agree that there were some problematic <laughs> enemies. Enemies elements. Uh I recorded that yesterday for Screams, which is why it's on my mind. Uh you'll get that in a few weeks, guys. If you if you feel Screams after midnight, you can uh get that yourself. Looking uh, forward to it. Yeah. I think the biggest problem with this, I mean there's two I mean there's two real big problems and there's a lot of little ones, like the weird music and whatever. But pro- big problem number one is that the characters are just so bland, forgettable. I wouldn't even say they're unlikable, they're just nothing.
1: They're very unrealistic to me. Like, mm. even the the acting is not good for the main girl, um, in a lot of the scenes, and it could just be the direction. I mean, this guy has not does not have a lot of directing
0: credits. Well, well you mean the main girl who's like, oh, oh avocado sandwich? Yeah, right?
1: <laughs>
0: Oh, I mean, she is died. a California girl,
1: so that would make
0: sense. My friend so died. Checks out. My friend died. My friend died with bacon.
1: <laughs> um, the guy charlie x is like he's he's fine but he's like super i don't, I don't know he goes i don't want to say it, like he's he's awfully happy for this situation he's oh like.
0: sure yes it doesn't, it doesn't really feel like he's reacting to what's really going on I, right because i mean steve mcqueen of course has that 50s like handsome charm that he has and then i think you know. yeah he's
1: a leading guy you can tell even in that film
0: and the 80s one doesn't they, they quite have that but i think you know dylan whatever dylan is uh he is kind of cheesy but he's cheesy in the 80s way so it kind of works mm-hmm. in the context of that movie i think i think all the characters in that movie for the most part do uh, oh definitely the characters in this it feels like some of the characters feel like the the the, the, the comic relief really from last house on the left is as bizarre as that sounds but if anyone who's seen last house on the left like knows like obviously that's a really dark movie for all the main plot but there's a subplot in that movie of these two like cops who are just like buffoons and it's all just played for comedy a lot mm-hmm. of the, the little comedy like bits of music and stuff in this really reminded me of that um yeah and i don't want to be thinking about that that's weird I, uh, so yeah oh it's very odd
1: as a garrett graham fangirl i was excited to watch this film but uh <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately this is not his best uh hey, his best film.
0: If we go back to the ages again, you may actually be the youngest person in that category. <laughs> I think the next youngest you know yeah, probably in her sixties. <laughs> probably married to him. <laughs> what, the one the other one. The one other one. <laughs> oh dear. I mean I always liked him as a kid in Police Academy Six, so I, I I'm happy that I'm seeing more of his work now in twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I've seen him in three different movies randomly in the one year. That's insane. He's gonna
1: show up on your on your list of most watched actors for he the is. year.
0: Yes. I mean I don't know if he gets <laughs> him out of the top five, but he's gonna be in that top. Are you gonna 20. watch
1: Child's Play Two?
0: Uh I don't have a reason to, but maybe I should just to give him that fourth <laughs> that fourth uh, slot.
1: There's a there's a comedy sci fi horror movie called uh Terror Vision.
0: Oh, I've, seen, I've got that on Blu-ray. Oh,
1: maybe we should add that to the list.
0: <laughs> I remember it being quite fun. Um, yeah, that's one that could go either way between Screams and Ace. Uh, since you're a fangirl of the actor, uh, maybe I'll lean <laughs> maybe towards Ace.
1: We, we will make an exception. <laughs> and he's in uh, one of your favourites,
0: Chopping Mall. Oh, no, he is. He's in the opening scene. He's mm. only in one scene, though. Uh... It's kind of a weird inclusion, but yes, you're right. He is there that like you've brought it up.
1: I've been going over his for longer. Yeah.
0: So I'd seen a couple of other things before this year. Yeah, shopping mall and uh, what do we call it? So. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. We've learned something. Uh, is there anything else we'd like to add about this movie itself? Uh. I oh, mean, the second thing—if um, if people are waiting for me to finish my list—the second thing is not having good blob kills. That was the second thing. <laughs>
1: yeah 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 that's right
0: uh and there's a lot of minor ones like the music and all these other little things but for the most part it's the characters and the the kills just not being that good there's the odd funny like a standalone like character like the barber who's like got like like just it's such like,
1: a weird scene yeah it's like 30 <laughs> seconds
0: of just absurdity that it makes them memorable and made me laugh a little, bit, a little bit uh but
1: it is a lot like watching vignettes of people just improvising uh mm-hmm. that has to be what it was because uh, these these characters don't seem like they've been written no <laughs> they seem like they're yes ending
0: yeah yeah it feels yes, like i'm he's... not
1: a i'm not a barber i'm a not a hair stylist i'm a hair sculptor or whatever uh, he
0: says i don't even <laughs> talk about how your boy gg uh, dies he actually drives into the blob unfortunately yeah really, he does you don't really get to see it though unfortunately he just kind of skids into like because it's kind of in the foreground and he skids out a shot and that's they just see him scream and that's it yeah that's it gone so Unfortunately, it does not live up to the legacy of the original fun 50s movie. And no. definitely not of the grisly, <laughs> wonderful transcendent... So
1: gross- grotesque.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, the the 1981... The Oscar
1: winner. 1988.
0: Yes. Blah. Yes, the 1988 one, which is far closer to laying pipe than this one is, ironically. Uh, so... <laughs> Rebbed, uh, so <laughs> what a great movie! I know. So I want to watch
1: that on Halloween.
0: Oh you should So good, so good. Um, all right. I guess we're at the point now where we can read it. Uh, we kind of give final thoughts already, but uh, what, what would you? I think so too. What would you give the uh, the movie a ten?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's not it's not the worst watch. I I know we've been kind of hard on it, but it's unfortunate that we had to <laughs> that we skipped it on to the great one, but. Um, I think I'm gonna give it a five, still.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. I... It was watchable. I think I have to go a, a little nudge lower.
1: Mm. Not even for Garrett Graham?
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't think he was in it enough. I think if they gave him more <laughs> to do, I might have been more... Uh...
1: They did keep him in the side of a, an ape suit for a lot of the film.
0: Yeah, because I, I I didn't know it was Tim until he took the mask off because he, he right. he's just in the suit for a while, so hmm, I'm going to say four point five. I'm going to just go under the, that nudge under the the halfway line, I think. Which is it's, I mean it's watchable enough, but it's yeah. You know. Watch the yeah. one. If you're really going to watch one blob movie, it has to be the nineteen eighty eight one.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: If you're really going to watch two, watch the fifties one too if you if you do want to watch all three for completion's sake and i i respect that as a completionist myself and uh, you know i mean hell we made now a... we
1: can re we can respect ourselves now that we've yeah. done
0: it hell we we made an excuse to watch shit like this we, we gave ourselves a show and said hey mm-hmm. this is a thing we do so we can finish all these weird little movies right and hopefully find some gems uh so if you made it this far in the review you can use the word avocado in the comments <laughs> below uh to let us know. I'm gonna make Tara pose for the thumbnail, so here we go. Oh, oh, your head's cut off. There you go. Thank you. Three, (laughs) two, one. (laughs) Pose. Oh dear. It's my
1: blob pose. (laughs)
0: dear uh so yes uh that has been the blob or sorry but we have the blob I, had
1: some, I wish i had some pipe i could have yet that would have been better oh well
0: yeah because having just random bits of pipe kicking around <laughs> is something that most people have just
1: right now i have a big old hmm. hole in my wall over here just reach in and grab <laughs> <laughs> a line that's not being used
0: i mean if, if anything if you just held up a pipe that you've ha- happened to have off camera i'd be like wait why did you bash him with that because i'd see it as a <laughs> weapon why, why, yeah why, why'd you have a random pipe just
1: no pipe around? just a pipe wrench
0: <laughs> oh dear um all right well there you go that is uh that's bureau the blob from 1972. if you have seen the film let us know what you think nz comments mm-hmm. below uh would you like to see Uh, and of course we mentioned the earlier the like button uh subscribe you know all these things share share us out. Uh, we mentioned, of course, Patreon.com slash MailFuzzTV. Tara, would you like to promote any other content that we do at MailFuzzTV?
1: Well, if you're a fan of science fiction and a fan of Burgess Meredith, please check out our Twilight Zone reviews. We are working our way through classic Twilight Zone. We are in season three at the moment, depending on when you're watching this video. Mm -hmm. And it's been a blast. So check it out. They are reliably weekly, unless something happens. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love how you said that on the week that I didn't put one out because I was so busy that I I, I forgot that I was supposed to. I remember to. you, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> womp
0: womp. Well, they have to go to a different day now anyway because clearly the, the Fridays that we're going out is, is just not working right now with everything else going out. So it'll be on a new day mm. during, the, during the week. It'll, it'll be earlier. Uh, Babylon 5 is Mondays. Star Trek is typically Thursdays that I do with Connor. Maybe... Babylon 5 will slot in in that Tuesday or Wednesday slot Mm. So That'd
1: that's, be good.
0: that's what it'll be so uh, but yeah that is us so thank you once again uh, get us on the twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates or at the ace podcast for specifically ace related stuff although admittedly uh, not much gets posted on that twitter outside, outside of hey there's a new video up <laughs> but you know
1: I don't know I'm not on twitter
0: yes yes one day I'll convince Tara to actually run it and she can like post witty things on twitter under the guise of <laughs> the ace twitter sure good luck maybe you'd be inspired if you saw half the shit that Tim tries to get away with on the Screams Twitter you'd be like okay this seems like fun I can wind up here no? doesn't seem
1: difficult to do
0: I how dare you (laughs) exhibit A secondly how dare you (laughs) (laughs) I i didn't start it off intentionally but i kind of went into trying to do like a john lithgow style of like shocked voice as mm-hmm. i was as i was going on there i don't know oh. if i achieved <laughs> <laughs> i mean obviously in my own accent i wasn't trying to do an actual impression of of the, the man the myth the legend the lithgow, john
1: lithgow.
0: right <laughs> <laughs> all right that has been the atomic Sim experiment episode 80 something uh we love you loads keep watching science fiction and remember To ask the computer to add (laughs) salsa.
1: But hockey season ended months ago.